Kings of Kill, the show dedicated to the love of all things horror. I'm Zach. And I'm Steven. And we are the Kings of Kill. This is the Kings of Kill podcast. And this week, we're saying thanks. Thanks for your time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for your requests. Thank you for the support with our first ever question and answer episode. Before we get into that, make sure to head on over to our official website, kingsofkill.com. There you'll find links to all of our social medias, like our Instagram, where we post every time we release new content, our Twitter, where we take weekly polls, surveys, and discuss episodes, our Gmail, where you can request episodes just like this one, our online store, full of unique, one-of-a-kind merchandise you can find exclusively at kingsofkill.com, as well as donate so that we can improve our equipment while we improve our content. Now, that's out of the way. Let's share some scares. Let's answer some questions and get on with the show. Steven. Yes, sir. What is up, man? I'm tired. I'm broken. My back hurts. Yeah, how is that back? Last episode, you did it. Uh, here, listen to our last episode. It is streaming right now for free at kingsofkill.com. Um, uh, Steven did our last episode on the ground, man. How are you feeling now? I can stand. <laughs> Small improvements. But whatever. Oh, man. You're a trooper. You're a trooper. Uh, yeah, come hell or high water, we, we always deliver the show since we started uh, last year. Um, uh, I mean, this is... This is our 15th episode. Damn, that went quick. Didn't it? Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> to 1,500 more. Hell yeah, I'm down. If, if Folks, if, if, if you stick with us, we'll get to 1,500, no problem. Uh, anyways, uh, this episode is all about saying thanks. It, it, we would be nothing without you. Um, we really appreciate you. And uh, to say thanks for listening, we opened up uh, the polls for a question and answer, and uh, nothing was was off topic. You guys could go nuts, and we've got some interesting questions. Um, uh, we appreciate that most of you are were civil, <laughs> were tamed, good boys and girls. We appreciate that. Uh, but uh, yeah, we want to say thanks. So this episode is all about you and us answering your questions. So, without further ado, let's get right into it. Uh, our first question comes from Joe. It's for the both of us. Um, God, is this the first question? Yes, it is. Okay. Our first question is, what's your favorite smell? Who, Joe, thank you. That's an concern. odd one. I appreciate it. But, hey, uh, you you asked, so, so we're going to answer. Steven, you want to take this one, ma'am? Yeah. Okay, so I... I think I, I have like two favorite smells that I really yeah. enjoy. The first one is going to sound a little weird. I love the smell of weed. Not smoked <laughs> or anything. Like when you hold like a little nug or something and you're just like, that smells like purple purple or candy cane fountain or whatever the crazy names are. Oh, shit. But yeah, not you know that you're I mean? smoking it. It's just that you're holding it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just like the smell of it. Like, mm. it smells so fucking good. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know if you know what I mean. But it just smells good. But when you smoke it, you're like, ah, whatever. It's just smoke. Who cares? But it just smells fresh. 
My other one would be hazelnut. Hazelnut makes me feel warm. <laughs> you go from weed to and hazelnut. That too. That's awesome. As weird as it is, oh, I love man. the smell of hazelnut. It makes me feel that warm. So it's, interesting. It's sweet. I don't like sweets, but that smell, I just feel cozy. Like, yeah. Like instead of wrapping myself up with a blanket around a fire, I can just smell hazelnut and be like, I'm fine. <laughs> uh, next time you're having a bad day, I'll just send you some uh, some hazelnut in a bottle. Like hazelnut um, coffee, so good. <laughs> all right, uh, for me, fragrance wise. By the way, we we don't forget, folks. We are a horror podcast first and foremost. This is your questions, though. Hell of a question to start it. We want we want to give you all thanks and and uh, and and Joe, thanks, man. So uh, I would answer the question, that, again, a, a bit weird. Uh, mine is not weed or hazelnut. Uh, mine is uh, is a really weird combo that might not make sense. Um, uh, it's a combination of gasoline, leather, smoke, and bay rum. Now, it sounds really strange, but if you've got a real-ass leather jacket on, right, you're working in the car, or spit a little gas on your boots at the at the gas station. You just finished a cigarette, and you got a little bay rum splashing in your neck after shaving. Oh, oh, was, yes, you smell like a damn snack. That's what I, a gentleman smells. I was going to ask like. what the hell bay rum was, but never mind. Bay rum is like an aftershave, yeah. I have never put on aftershave. It's too strong for me. Sometimes when I get in the car with you, I'm like, oof. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> You smell good. <laughs> I think you just—I think you just told me to, to calm my stink ass down when it comes to cologne. No, because I had a powerful said. sense of smell, but then I smoked a lot of cigarettes in my day, so not a whole lot, but you know what I mean. Sense of smell yeah, is going. It's just the combination of yeah, gas, leather, smoke, and that bay rum, man. It's just—it just smells like to me. That's gasoline what it gem- smells very good. It does. I mean, folks, please don't sniff gasoline, <laughs> but. It's delicious. I'm on board with you. Fuck hazelnut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just going to make a combination of gas, smoke, leather, bay rum, and weed. We're rolling up the park. That's what we're doing right here. We sound like Norman Reedus. <laughs> oh, man. I'll, I'll take his paycheck. No problem. Oh, my God. Oh right, man. man, you want to know what, what, what else, the next what else question we got? Is? Yeah, let's go. All right, from Samantha. Okay. Weirdest addition to a meal or food? Like, what do you add that's really strange to everybody else, or like nobody else adds? You think? You want, you want me to take it first? You you go first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, this a, is a both, both fans. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm a big I'm a big fan of red meat. Like, I love myself a good steak. And I always get chastised for putting ketchup on it. Um, I know it's not very classy to go to a nice restaurant. I've seen you do this. And I question it in my on. head. Yeah. Yeah. People are like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I love me some ketchup on my steak. All right. Get off me. Uh, but uh, and it's not because the steak is bad. You know, it's because I just want that sensation. I even tried. I was told by a, by a chef, hey, just put a slice of tomato on it. That way you don't look like, you know, such a putz, such a, such a caveman. I'm like, no, I don't give a shit. I will ask my That's nice waiter in a tux for some ketchup. Also, 
Another weird thing that I can't get anyone else to try, but I'm telling you, it's phenomenal. All right. First off, I was a fat kid. All right. I tried a lot of different delicious snacks. I'm a pro with this. So trust me. You make a peanut butter sandwich, right? Okay. You get rid of the jelly. You replace it with honey. You, you slice up some bananas in there and you put into the sandwich barbecue chips. Fire. The thing is straight fire. Guarantee you. What do you even call that? Fucking Zach sandwich. That's what you call it. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to get a name out of you and it didn't work. <laughs> That's very strange. I, honey, I've done honey, but I don't like bananas. You know, I, don't, I don't like a lot of shit, but. Yeah, that's strange. And the ketchup on a steak. Now, I think it's weird when I put ketchup with my grilled cheese, but it's got to be a grilled cheese from like a diner. You know what? With that I fat can, bread. Yeah, I can see that because because grilled cheese is served with tomato soup so often. It kind of makes sense to compliment that, you know? It's actually pretty good. That's not yeah. my answer, but it's pretty good. All right, what's dude? Before you answer, that reminds me of how many times we discussed getting into horror, talking about horror at like three a.m. in a goddamn diner. No yeah. one else is alive at night. We're It'd exhausted. Just be us, and, and yeah, I would order um, fries and my grilled cheese, and I always get yeah. the ketchup. Yeah, and you'd always get the. I can't even name it right now. You always get the same thing. I think I always got a melt. I think I was, was going to say it's like some melt, like a chicken bacon melt or something, which is strange because I'm a sucker for a burger, but something about just a super greasy ass diner melt just made my day. In yeah. fact, that reminds me, I tried something weird to me at the time at that same diner when we used to do all that crap. Um, yeah, the egg on a burger. You told me it was hell good, and I was like, it is delicious. Weird to me. Yeah. It's delicious, man. And now I do it every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, every once in a while it's a treat. You get that bacon, you put that egg on there. It's breakfast, it's a burger, it's delicious. I Imagine never would have thought. It's so good. It's so good. So what's your what's your folks, you gotta try this. We're not oh, we're not making oh mine's <laughs> now it's just gonna be funny. God what? So I love hot Cheetos. Okay. <laughs> Everybody knows this. It's yeah, my jam. Yeah, yeah. It's my go-to snack, uh, breakfast. I don't care. What's weird, though, is you don't even need a drink. You'll just eat a bag of hot Cheetos. No, like, it they're doesn't not even hot. Quench. They're just perfect. Yes, but if everything. you eat a whole bag of salty, spicy stuff, you don't even need a drink. You just want more of the chips. That's the amazing part. Yes. And so I like to put hot Cheetos on Every item on the Taco Bell menu. You get a quesadilla, <laughs> you unwrap that, or unfold it, I should say. Put some hot Cheetos in that here, you know? Get a burrito, unwrap you know? it, put put some hot Cheetos in it. It That crispy crunch. Now, you can order, like, they do the Fritos burrito and stuff, but it's always soggy and crap. Yeah, I wasn't impressed. It's not hot. Put fresh bag of hot Cheetos in any like Taco Bell menu. Pro tip. And sometimes you might destroy the tortilla or wrap or whatever. But sometimes you save it because sometimes they don't know how to wrap it. 
<laughs> so you got to unwrap it yourself, wrap it back up with hot Cheetos in it. So good. My other you know one. What? Yeah. What? Oh, I just, I just think it's so hilarious that, uh, for some strange reason, you love the smell of weed and have all these pro tips for Taco Bell. It's a weird, not drawing any conclusions. I don't there. know about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't connect the dots. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of that. <laughs> speaking of that. Oh, segue. Jesus. This is my little, like, I love, uh, so cup of noodle, top ramen, one or the other. Can of Pringles. You wrap up the noodles in your fork, you know, how you Italians yeah. do your noodles or whatever. <laughs> yeah. so, we Italians, yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> everyone's Italian when you're eating noodles. Um, <laughs> <just> again. <laughs> okay, so you, you, what is it called? Wrap it up? I don't know. You you coil it? I don't know. You coil it. We're all with you, man. All right. And then you take two Pringles or one, depends, I don't know. And then you just scoop the ramen onto the Pringle, and then you eat it, and it's amazing. Trust you. Me. See, this is yeah, this is similar to to my sandwich, right? Because the spice of the barbecue chips adds to the the yes. the savoriness and sweetness of it because that salt just brings it up. But the crunch with the soft is what makes it magic. So I get what you're onto right here. Yes. And you do it with original if you're doing cup of noodle because it's too much flavor if you do it with like a jalapeno Pringle or anything. It's too much flavor. More That's why you get tips. the original top there ramen. You there you go. <laughs> you get the original flavor. You don't add or you just get any flavor top ramen. Don't add the seasoning. Get a flavored chip. Mm. So, yeah, I like the smell of weed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh damn! This is uh, we're we're slowly turning into the the dumbest cooking show that's ever been made right now. These are brilliant ideas. <laughs> Try it; oh, you'll fall in love. Maybe yes, me. Uh, I don't know, folks. Yeah, yeah, folks, give it a shot. Try these crazy recipes, um, and uh, and write to us. Let let us know what you think. We could be onto something big here. Uh, all right, let's see what else we got. What else we got? Oh, we got a question from uh, from Jackie. This is for both of us, too. Mm. This is an interesting one. Okay, if there was a comedian that describes you best, who would it be? Oh, shit. yeah, all right. Um, hear me out. So I'm talking 90s, 2000s. I'm not going recent comedian. But think of him as the 90s, early 2000s. Adam Sandler. Back in um, the day. You think so? Okay. So okay. growing up, my dad, he reminds me of Adam Sandler so much. I'm talking Happy Gilmore. Really? Goofy as hell. Rages on stupid things, <laughs> care for what's important, and just doesn't take shit from anyone. Nice. He reminds me, and I. Rem everyone says I remind them of my dad. I am pretty much my dad, and yeah, yeah. I see Adam Sandler in him, so I kind of uh, go with like that it. a little bit. I like it, man. I like it, and it's it's. I want to say Happy Gilmore 
Adam Sandler, not yeah. grown ups Adam Sandler. Or I get you. Jack and Jill. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, that abomination. <laughs> My God. Hey, you know what? His last stand-up special from Adam Sandler on, that came out on Netflix was last year. That was pretty good, actually. Oh, it was it was so good. And that, that, like, that Farley. Oh, ending, God, my heartstrings. My heartstrings, man. And yeah. I felt like he was going to end his career after that. Like, I mean, because how he said, like, thanks for growing old with me and goodbye. Yeah. I was like, oh, no, is this his yeah. retirement? I would it be was, okay uh, with it. But it would be a great way to go, but nah, he's got more. He's still, he's still, he just made that Hubie Halloween and stuff. So it was, wasn't bad. That was good. Actually, I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was a fun family Halloween movie. Yeah. He did Uncut Gems right after that. Oh, that was impressive. That was impressive. Mm, That was, Um, mm. I would love to see Adam Sandler in a whore because after, don't get me wrong, but after seeing him in uh, what, like Punch Trunk Love and Spanglish and then Uncut Gems, like he's got chops. He just needs direction. Oh yeah, rain over me. Yeah, you know. Oh, rain over me. Yeah, like he's he's yeah. got levels. He 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 can deliver. I'd like to see him get kind of dark. You know, not not produced by Happy Madison, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it was like when Robin Williams like ventured into like things like Final Cut and stuff. You know what I mean? Like when he got in, or like what dreams may come. You know, uh, he uh, he dabbled in that a little bit, and it really paid off. I mean, it worked. Robin Williams, of course, is a brilliant actor my god it's like, like it's like what we've said or you said you've pointed out like comedians always start in horror movies yeah or like a lot of people get their start like all the time 60s yeah. 70s 80s that's how a lot of huge actors got their start and sometimes it's backwards sometimes you start in comedy and go into horror so i i think it'd be cool um okay so i think your answer what, what was really cool say? that's what, that's cool what would you say uh well mine mine changed a little bit because when I was younger, I would say Dane Cook because I'm loud, obnoxious, a lot of energy. I knew that you know was what I mean? Idiot. Just, just a lot of energy, too much, just a bag of fury, you know. But it's changed a bit. It's changed a bit. Just like I want to say I'm more. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say now I'm I'm a bit more, and I'm not comparing myself talent wise. I'm just saying persona wise. You know what I mean? Now yeah. I'm more of a combination between Bill Burr because. I just, I'm just gruntled as shit. I'm very disagreeable and I got to say what I got to say. You know, I think it's funny. <laughs> that's all that matters. <laughs> and, I, and that's exactly what Bill Burr, he will bomb on stage and not give a shit whether you like it or not. Um, a combination of him and John Mulaney, because I'm a little sensitive and I like to look pretty. All right. So when he combined the two, I think that might be a good, a good mix of me. Yeah. I get, I see that. Yeah, and the Dane Cook definitely. I've introduced people like you know my buddy Zach. He's like Dane Cook. He's got the hair. He's you know I used to have so much hair. You had the hair. You had everything, Dane Cook. You had the the hair. (laughs) No, (laughs) (laughs) this went up and up and more up. Oh god. No, yeah, you you were definitely the Dane Cook in our group. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's a compliment you, or anything. You insult. were just like so energetic and like. I get excited. I'm easily everything. excitable, man. I'm but easily we needed, excitable. We needed that. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like it fit in because it was like, you know, me, the sh- not shy, but the quiet, pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> that would just say what's on his mind. Like you look yeah. stupid. Go home and change before we go out in public with you. You know, like. That's happened like 12 <laughs> times too. Like, <laughs> I've told Adam that so many times. <laughs> Go change your shirt. I don't like it. Oh man. 
<laughs> I remember so, one um, time we were driving together. You were driving. Uh, we we're going to some party or something. And uh, and I said, oh, shit, I forgot something back at your house. I forget what it was. And you looked in your rear view. We're like down the block. And you're like, no, nah, we've gone too far. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> if we're already going. We've gone too far. There's a party. We go to the party. Oh, so funny. Your mistake. Walk home. <laughs> Walk back. And get it. Oh, man. Uh, all right. What's uh? What else we got? Want to take one more and then a break? Um, yeah, let's do one more. You got one more? I got one more, and it's for you. For me? It's from from a Tyler with an E. Tyler with an E. Okay. So a normal spelling, I guess. I know one with an O, so. <laughs> um, <laughs> for Zach, if you had a choice, would you bring back Chris Farley or Robin Williams? God damn. You know, that's a heavy question. Tyler with an E, man, that's that's a good question. Um, thanks for listening. We appreciate you. That's that's heavy. All right, so whew, uh you know what's so funny is every, every time I hear the name Chris Farley or Robin Williams, I just think R.I.P. and too soon. It's just it's still too soon. You know, like I will never I remember I when especially with Robin Williams, like I remember when when Word came out that he he may have hung himself, and I was just my jaw was open. I'm like, no, that's that's a lie. That's TMZ. Yeah, you know? I'm pretty sure I went home at work because I know I was working, and a customer told that. And I told them, you know, shut the. F- up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, don't say that to me. <laughs> yeah, that was heavy. And then, uh, um, man, so when I was when I was younger, I used to be I used to be real heavy. I was uh, I was a big old butterball, and uh, I uh, I was sick for a couple of years. I think in middle school um, with us some pretty bad uh, uh, asthma problems. Um, and I would finish my, uh, my homework, my homeschool work. I would watch reruns of SNL and comedy central. And I fell in love with Chris Farley. First off, I am 35 years old. I am divorced and I live in a van down by the river. And um, that's when they did the good reruns. Yeah. I mean, like straight nineties. Here's yeah, yeah. Here's Chris I, Rock and the group. That's the only reruns you're gonna get. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you didn't get the so, Will Ferrell ones. <laughs> so you I only got the old ones. Yeah, yeah. So I I love Rob Williams. He is a talent. I mean, he is a brilliant, brilliant artist. And and it's so sad what happened and what he chose to do. And I wish he didn't leave this world, but. If I was going to bring anyone back, it would be Chris Farley. And here's the reason. I studied Chris Farley a lot, just about his death and what happened and everything. And uh, uh, everyone loved Chris, all of his his castmates uh, from SNL, from movies, uh, uh, writers, producers. Hollywood loved Chris Farley. Um, and so many people, including me, loved Chris Farley. And he just gave his all, every performance, whether he was on TV for 30 seconds or a full hour and a half long movie, he gave 100% to the point where he'd be sweating bullets, gasping in air. Like, and this never stopped. This just was him. This was him at parties. This was him behind the scenes. This was him all the time. And he thought everyone was laughing at him. He thought he was, he was the punchline. You know, no, he never, he, he died thinking, I wish I was better. I wish people liked me. And I just wish to hell that he stuck around long enough 
for him to realize that we is he's the reason we're laughing. You know, I really wish that. So uh um RIP, both fantastic talents. Uh but uh I'm bringing back uh my boy Chris Farley. Yeah. Solid answer because I'm gonna agree with it. Yeah. Because it's a hard, it's a hard answer too, man, because Robin Williams, my God. See, you went super deep. I'm thinking I'm all sad now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tyler. No, Tyler uh, with an A, damn you. <laughs> Uh, I think Robin Williams, like, yeah, he was amazing and everything, but I yeah. think he he gave us everything he wanted us to see. Like, he didn't, he probably had a few more in him. You know what I mean? Like, a few more good movies. A few movies. more tricks up his sleeve, yeah. But I think Chris Farley had so much more potential. He did. Like, yeah, he could have been a grown up three or something. Like he was supposed to be in Grown Ups. Yeah. Yikes. But everything <laughs> before that, it would have been, you know, we would have laughed more. Like, yeah. Had more Tommy Boys. Yeah, they didn't do the best, but you know what? I still watch Tommy Boy and Black Sheep and Beverly Hills Ninja yep. constantly. Yeah. Because they're something we grew up with and it was so funny. And like, he was supposed to be the voice of Shrek. He actually. Yeah red lines and it's recorded on youtube you can look it up chris barley red lines for shrek but that thing happened and what was that like 98 when he died 90s yeah late night mid late 90s 97 98 probably right man and Yeah. yeah i just feel like he had more work for us to watch or yeah enjoy um so i i i like your answer he uh he passed away um, uh, with uh, the clown's prayer in his wallet. I grew up Roman Catholic, and I memorized a whole lot of prayers when I was a kid. And uh, uh, the clown's prayer is something that I memorized well. And uh, just trying to share some joy of the world, you know. Um, and he did, and I wish he, I wish he shared more. So, uh, man, Tyler with Nate, thank you. That was a good-ass question. Now, uh, before I start crying like a babbling brook, we're gonna take a break. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm. You know what? I'm. I'm actually gonna go cry. We'll, I'll come back <laughs> when I'm ready. We'll be right back, folks. Are you rocking the crown? Are you wearing the merch? Are you supporting the Kings of Kill podcast, folks? Head on over to our official website, kingsofkill.com. There you'll find our online store full of -of one-of-a-kind, unique merchandise you can only find exclusively at kingsofkill.com. And while you're there, hit the social media links so you can follow us on Instagram so you never miss when we release new content. And follow us on Twitter so you can take our weekly polls and surveys and discuss episodes. And write to us at our Gmail so you can request episodes just like this one. That's kingsofkill.com. All right, and we're back, and we're doing our first ever question and answer episode to say thanks to all of you, our killer fans. We appreciate you. Let's get back to answering some more questions. Uh, What's up next? Let's see. 
Oh, I think I've got one from uh, from Seth. What ultimately relaxes you? Like, describe a day where you can say, yeah, that was a good day. Oh, okay. Well, Ooh. Steve, you want to take this one? Um, all right. What is a good day in my life? Sitting in my recliner. Okay. Getting off of work. I love that hour-ish drive. <laughs> yeah. I love that drive. Calms me down. I think of everything shitty that happened at work before I hit my house. I'm like, okay, I've yelled in the car. I've screamed. I've <laughs> let it all out. That was a whole hour of therapy right there. So I change, sit in my recliner, turn on two Xboxes. I'll have one of my best friends sitting on my right, not my left. Cause there's nothing over there on the left sits on my right. She watches me play the video games. I want to play. Here's me scream at all my friends <laughs> as much as possible. She'll put on a movie. We'll watch TV, YouTube fails, whatever, eating good ass food. I'm still yelling at my TV or my video game. I live. Those keep me alive. I love those days. Keeps me in a good mood, like for days on end. If it's just like a single hangout for like a couple hours, I'll be good for a week. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Or I guess the short answer would just be playing video games and, Escape my reality to someone else's imagination that's put on a screen. No, that's that's beautiful, man. Hey, you know what the weird thing is? Yeah, the weird thing is, is you don't need a lot of company, you just need the right company. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, very cool, man. Um, I would, uh, I like that in describing a great day for you, you're still working. Shit. Uh, I'm gonna you have to have you have to have the shit part and then bullshit. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. Nah. Nope. 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 <laughs> My good ass day would start like this. Um I uh I have a terrible habit of falling asleep in my chair, in my recliner, like an old man or even on the couch. Like I always want to finish the movie. I I watch a horror movie every night when I go to bed. Um Damn. I have a terrible habit of like I gotta finish it. I never finish it. I don't know what I'm thinking. It's super late. I've I've been up for like 20 hours. I'm not gonna make it. But a lot of myself tell tell myself I'm gonna finish it. Um, that being said, my baby, my daughter, she loves it when I fall asleep in the living room watching TV because she gets to wake up and I'm right there. So she gets to like snuggle up with me, tell me what she wants for breakfast. We could talk about the day, and I just love it when she just strolls in like holding her dolly, like with, with the blanket, rubbing her eyes and shit and just curls up to me. And like, that's how she likes to start her day. And I fucking love it too. So start of the day is that my baby wakes me up. Um, Cause my lazy ass never went to bed. <laughs> and then uh, I have a cup of coffee in my house, not at work, not with people I'm being paid to hang out with in my house. As much as I want, I want to take my time. I don't want to rush the coffee. I don't want to need to, change run out the door just enjoy the coffee after that i want to get a lift in i want to get a shower in um, i want to dress how i want not for some dress code then i want to start creating no matter what it is no matter if it's editing one of these podcasts like we even edited it <laughs> or if it's uh planning out 
if it's designing some new piece of merch, if it's planning out an ad for us, if it's trying to get sponsorships, you know, if it's working on a project that we're, uh, we're thinking of, you know, uh, it's, I'd love to create something and then crack a beer, start playing dinner. Cause I, I love to cook. So that would be, that'd be a good ass day for me. Wow. Yeah. I like it. Sounds <laughs> sounds like really peaceful and relaxing. Yes. I mean, this day never happens. <laughs> I mean, I'm always I'm always working or going somewhere or doing something. But if, if I had complete control of my day, that's that's how it would be. I mean, we all got goals, right? You know what I like also? Mm. This is gonna be really weird for everybody to hear. Because this I... episode hasn't been weird yet. <laughs> I like hazelnut, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually like, I don't like the feeling, but I like being hungover. Does that sound weird? Yeah, it does. Um, I like I... dragging my big ass blanket and pillows out to my recliner and putting on the longest movies I can watch. I'll put on saving private. I put on a lot of war and Lord of the Ring kind of things, like just long ass fantasy war, whatever movies, action, I guess. Yeah. And just sit in my blanket and everything. I know I can do that not hungover, but <laughs> <laughs> what's I, I kind of understand it because I treat like alcohol like a reward. You know what I mean? Like for a hard week or for a victory or an accomplishment, like I'm getting some beer. You know what I mean? Uh, And sometimes I have one too many. (laughs) Sometimes it's very late and I wake up and after, you know, two hours of sleep because I got on some tangent or invite some people over or who knows, you know, just having some fun. And uh, uh, you wake up a little little uneasy, little uh, little groggy, little, little not a not a top dog. But I uh, I have a saying, you know, if you, if you can't hang, then you can't party. You know what I mean? You got to do, you got to hang for the next day. So I don't mind feeling like death in the morning because I don't know why, but I just I just get motivated to get off my ass and go do something. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, remember that also, time we stayed at our friends in uh, whatever, and we saw Thursday, and then we had to get up and go to Sacramento. Oh my god! Yeah, okay. So we we went to see a band in San Francisco, right? We went to the city, and we we saw this killer band that was one of their last shows ever, right? Um, they said, and now they have tours and shit. It's one of ass. those. <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, in a beautiful venue. So we're what, like, we're about three, four hours away. Actually, no, we had to, like, rendezvous with somebody's at our friend's house. So, like, it took, I mean, it took us a while to get there. And we were celebrating that. It's been a while since we saw each other. And we were punking each other. God, we were punking each other all night long. And uh, we then got back to his place, and we kept celebrating. And then it was morning. And then we were like, oh, no. And only one of us was smart enough. To actually go to bed, and so we were dying, but it didn't matter, damn it, because we were going to Sacramento to go watch a uh, a Kings game. Uh, so we <laughs> we just traveled all over California, 
Shit. in one weekend back to back and uh almost killed ourselves. <laughs> that was I bought those basketball tickets for your birthday. So that was like two yeah. years ago. Yeah. Yep. Yep. This is like an anniversary. Oh, <laughs> uh, happy shit. anniversary, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of that. Whoa. Oh man. Uh but yeah, that was uh that was crazy. <laughs> that was that was a long weekend, but god damn it, that was fun. That was a lot it, of fun. It seemed like someone snapped their fingers and all of a sudden we had to go to Sacramento. I don't know <laughs> sleeping. We, we iced were... each other way too much. Oh god, why did we do that? Yeah, that was that was a fun weekend though. That was good. Um all right, what else uh, what else we got, man? I got one from Luke. Okay, from Luke. <laughs> If you can cast Freddy, like a new Freddy Krueger, who would it be? <sighs> Luke, I hate this question right off the bat. And, and here's why. I will answer it. Is this but... our first horror question? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're how deep in the episode and we're just going to run more. But hey, it's it's your question, folks. We're we're honoring your wishes. We want to – this is a tribute to you. So, uh, okay. So – Let's keep in mind, Freddy is king. Freddy is the be-all, end-all. He is the nobody will replace guy. Robert England. Right, Freddy Krueger <laughs> is the best horror villain of all time. Robert England is Freddy Krueger. End of story. Now, there's a problem when you start dreaming of perfect cast, and that is, it's impossible. It's not going to work out the way you think. Also. It's never fair. We've learned this time after time again. It's never fair to judge a new actor and say he's going to be terrible. He or she's going to be terrible for the role when you can only judge on the performance. For example, Michael Keaton, when he played Batman, everyone's like, oh, he's going to be terrible. Oh, okay. <laughs> Turns now out he did just Batman. fine. Yeah. All like he is Michael Keaton. Yeah. So it's, it's, and that happens a lot. So, so don't, Judge a book by its cover. You never know what they're going to bring to the table. You know. I want to know the people that were like, "Oh, Val Kilmer is going to be a good Batman." <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Val Kilmer lately, man? Oh my <laughs> god, he's massive. What George happened? Clooney's going to be a great one. What? Ha- <laughs> <laughs> it works both ways. Yeah, we, we need more bat nipples, or we say that's going to be a good one. Now oh, look what God, happens. more bat nipples. That's what we need in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So Robert England, you're you're the king. Uh, I got to get props, even though I I really hate this movie. I should revisit it, but my heart's just not there. Uh, Jackie Earl Harley, he did a good job. The problem is they 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 digitized his voice, and it was so distracting and face. I think. Yeah, but like he did a good job. I truly believe that. The problem is, I, yeah, is the, I don't think he did terrible. The direction of the of the film just didn't work so who could be a good a good kruger the best answer is a nobody someone making their break someone barely known that's oh, gonna be the best kruger but if but that's kind of a cheat answer so here's some some answers that might surprise you but be really good here's someone that they got their start in horror or their start in a friday the 13th movie and has shown some horror chops like with hollow man and stuff <laughs> and in stir of echoes uh, Kevin Bacon. Think about it. If he can just get rid of the nasally voice, 
he could have that demeanor. He could turn it on. He could turn the evil on. He really could. I think he can do it. Now, another one who I know has the chops for it and can deliver in anything he touches, Gary Oldman. Oh, shit. He could deliver. That guy's a brilliant actor. He's he never let me down. He and I'll believe it. He's never let me down, ever. Um, now, someone who might surprise – I don't know. He might be a bit too suave for it, a little too slick for it, but that might work is Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Oh, interesting. And someone else who might who might really be good, who might really be good, like really, really good, is Willem Dafoe. Oh fuck! Yeah, he's Hell got yeah. the laugh. Oh, he'll he'll deliver, no problem. But yeah, Green Goblin. Um, yeah, so um, yeah, I mean, those are all a stretch. And that's, that's a fancy fancy list. But again, if we're Gary you know, Oldman, I think he could, man. I that's think he the could. one, dude. That guy. I don't know. That could be like a romance movie, and then a leaf falls. It'd be like The Leaf by Gary Oldman. I'd be like, that's his best performance. I would stand up clapping in a movie theater. <laughs> it just falls to the ground slowly, and that's yeah. it. would be like, Oscar. If the credits say Gary Oldman, I'd say, well, he, he deserves it. Yeah, yeah. What about you? Do you agree or what? I also have Kevin Bacon, which is funny. That's so weird, but I, well, I can see it, man. There are rumors he wants to do it, too. I've heard and that. I'm not sure if they're true, but I've heard he's interested. I'm just going to agree with it because it's a good yeah, answer. It is. Now, this other one, hear me out. Neil Patrick Harris. Really? Okay. I don't know why. NPH. All right. I think, I think he might be able to do it. Or Brian Cranston. Ooh, see, another impressive actor i mean again you you put him up against the likes of gary oldman he is just impressive in almost everything he touches yeah i i i would like brian cranston to just give it a shot i would like to see him short do it i'd like to see him in horror actually i'd like to see him in yeah i would like to see him try horror because i think he could definitely bring the intensity. The cool thing about Cranston is that he cannot move. You could be a deadpan on his face, him not moving at all, and he can deliver a line staring right in your soul, and you believe it. You know what I mean? He can be menacing. I like that. I like it. Yeah, he he would be a good one. Um, maybe uh, David Spade. No, um, that's all I got for that one. <laughs> David God. Spade. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Like is, happy I, I can just I can just think of Chris Farley in his grave being like, "You can do it, bud." <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh um, man! All well, right, let's see. Oof! Here's a here's a doozy. This one's for you, man. Okay, you can answer as well. I don't care. Oh boy! Well, this but one's going to be this is going to be as tough for you as the Chris Farley one for me. This one is oh. from uh, this one's from Ben, and Ben asks you specifically, uh, "One's got to go, Iron Maiden or Judas Priest?" Fuck. Yeah, yeah. This is like, yeah. Are you gonna cry again? <laughs> this is like left nut, right nut. One's got to go, <laughs> dude. Okay, so um, huh. My Spotify year in review 
<laughs> these are the top two. Oh, that is, that's so funny. I don't know if you guys <laughs> listen, but we, we're streaming on Spotify right now. Um, how? Don't know. <laughs> but uh, we're still allowed on Spotify, and, uh, and they just did a year in review where you get to check out your most favorite kind of things throughout the year. And those, those were your top two. Those were my top two most listened to artists. Man. Um, wow. And then it does a separate section of songs, and it was one and two, Iron Maiden, Jews Priest. Now, I listened to, I used to be a stickler, like, this is only the good music. Hardcore is the only good music. Everybody else can fuck off. 80s metal, 80s glam, pop, 80s everything. I don't want to hear anything else. Till 10 years ago. Now, if you look at my playlist, I got fucking Selena Gomez. I got <laughs> Explosions in the Sky. Talk about eclectic. Oh, Death man. And over here, I got right. Converge, Have Heart, Taylor Swift on some things. I select Stop the good it. tracks. Stop it. I listen to f- everything. Yeah. But if it has, if it's cowboy or fucking country, no. That's for the last room. You listen to Taylor Swift, but won't put on some Johnny Cash. I'm talking about like 1989 or whatever that album is and the other poppy stuff. I don't like Johnny Cash gives me I'm fine with their 60s country and below are good. Okay. Like, uh, okay. I can't see the top of my head, but it's like cow, <laughs> old cowboy music. Like, yeah, you're playing Red Dead Redemption, that music. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like, so who's... Like, it's the old, yeah, whatever. John Denver. Like Conway just trying. I feel like you're just <laughs> trying to avoid chopping one of your nuts off at this point. I am. <laughs> so sometimes it's not always great to go fast like Iron Maiden. Sometimes you got to slow your roll like Turbo mm. Lover, Judas Priest. Mm. But Iron Maiden also has their ballads, has some really good albums, some really bad songs. <laughs> Judas Priest is the same really good albums a lot of bad albums bad songs but really good ones this is tough and I've seen them both live and they are my top live performances I've seen which sucks so much that this answer came to me talking album and song wise I'm gonna have to go with Judas Priest to to stay or to go (sighs) to stay we're gonna keep Jews priest okay okay rob halford's voice don't get yeah. me wrong bruce dickinson's voice is amazing but live and still blowing my face off <laughs> while watching them live a couple years ago like they're old 50 year old band judas priest yeah he okay. can hit those notes yeah, still you. you I uh, you know, okay. can't okay. get enough of them. That's a very tough question for me. Yeah. What would you choose? I know you don't listen to both of them that much. I know I I, I do. You I know do. Just, them. Uh, I uh, um, I like uh. See, I don't mind country. I really hate the poppy shit. It drives me nuts. But I, I like uh, um, I like uh, a little country. I like I like some blues. I like, Wait, I like strings. I need strings. I like what? Dua Lipa. She's amazing. Um, no, don't know. <laughs> um, send me a song. <laughs> uh, send me a song. 
I, I just don't <laughs> listen to a lot of music. I used to listen to a ton of music when I was younger, and I just don't much anymore. Um, but uh, for me, when it comes to when it comes to real rock, like it is, it's it's Guns and Roses and Metallica, and that might be super stereotypical. I don't care. I like what I like. You know, I'm not ashamed by it. Um, but if I were to choose, these I, I were could, the Godfathers of them. True. No. No. True. They deserve a lot of respect. Um, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with. I would rather keep Iron Maiden, just to, just a hair above Judas Priest. You know what I mean? Like, to them, they're just. I don't know. I kind of want to. If I want some metal, I want to be blown away, and I feel like they're always gonna do that. Does that make sense? Yes. I mean, Number of the Beasts. Yeah, such a good song. Yeah. Onto the hills. Yes, yes. So yeah. I mean, it's by a hair, and no disrespect, Judas Priest. I mean, amazing talent, but it's just just a hair. I if I have to, you know, I don't think I could get rid of Iron Maiden. You know what I mean? It's yeah. I mean, they. But it's an impossible question. So fucking much. It's an impossible question. It's just like Chris Farley, Rob Williams. It's it's impossible. Yeah. You know? You almost swayed me to Iron Maiden, but I'm just gonna stick with Priest. That's all right. That's all right, man. <laughs> it's close. Right. It was very close. Yeah. I love you, Iron Maiden. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, well, well, now that now that you're getting emotional, let's <laughs> let's take another quick break, folks. We'll be right back. I'm gonna cry again. <laughs> Are you rocking the crown? Are you wearing the merch? Are you supporting the Kings of Kill podcast? Folks, head on over to our official website, kingsofkill.com. There you'll find our online store full of one-of-a-kind, unique merchandise you can only find exclusively at kingsofkill.com. And while you're there, hit the social media links so you can follow us on Instagram so you never miss when we release new content. And follow us on Twitter so you can take our weekly polls and surveys and discuss episodes. And write to us at our Gmail so you can request episodes just like this one. That's kingsofkill.com. All right. And we're back. We're still got more questions to answer. Again, this show's dedicated to you. Our killer fans, we appreciate you. Let's get to some more questions. Steven, you got one? I got one, and it's from Lucy. Oh, and it's a um, <laughs> Really? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> this one's just like the last one. One's got to stay. This one's for you. Actually, it's for both. I don't care. Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, or Friday Thirteenth. One stays. Only one. Yep. Hold on. Like the whole series Halloween, the whole series Nightmare, the whole series Friday. It doesn't say that, but we're gonna go with the whole franchise. I'm so glad I just made this worse. <laughs> Damn it, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> the whole franchise. Oh, Halloween, man. Nightmare on Elm Street. Friday 13th. You got to uh, take the whole franchise into your head. Or, you know what? No, let's make it hard. I, uh, no, nah, I like a challenge, man. I like a challenge. It's, 
I'm I'm gonna answer quickly because I just I know the answer, and it's it's a biased answer, and I don't care because it's my answer, and you're asking my opinion. Uh, as much respect I have for Halloween, and as much love I have Friday the Thirteenth, the answer is easy. It's Nightmare on Elm Street. Freddy Krueger is the king of horror, hands down. It's it's that simple. He's the first. He's the first icon of horror that fans started to root for. He's those those films changed the series, which is funny because he's the most diabolical, despicable character known to man when you get into his backstory. But he's so entertaining. He's so charismatic. He's so fucked up. He's so devilish. But just something about him made you want to root for him. You wanted him to win. Uh, and I'm a big Freddy fan. I'm a huge Nightmare on Elm Street fan. Uh, Wes Craven just just changed the game with this, combining real life with fantasy, with horror. Um, you, you know, some 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 sci-fi play. It's just, yeah, I got to keep Nightmare. My God, don't sway me. <laughs> that was such a good answer. Damn it. What do you got? Now I feel bad. Don't feel bad. What's up? Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, I agree. It's the king. But I got to go with Halloween. Because I like, like, you can watch Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday 13th, whenever you want. You know, it's like a, it's not like a themed, you can watch Halloween whenever you want. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, Halloween feels great when you watch it in October. Like it feels even You're right. more You're power. Right. Yeah. Like I love watching it on Halloween. And I'll watch it tomorrow, today. I don't care. Yeah. I'll, I already watched it. But I'm that feel, it a feeling. <laughs> but the feeling and how scary the shape Michael yeah. Myers yeah. is. Yeah, Freddy's scary. It's your dreams. My God, it's terrifying. Still nightmares. I mean, my God. But Halloween, Laurie Strode's story and everything just blows my mind. Like how crazy this kid killed a family and then he just wants to kill the whole family. Yeah. Like, continue. Yeah. Friday 13th, love you, but you have a lot of bad sequels. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. So every horror. Yeah. Halloween yeah. has some real bad ones. Yeah. Looking at you, Curse of Michael Myers. But <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street, more fun sequels than anything. But mm -hmm. I think Halloween is a little more serious than the, it rest definitely of the, is. the it other definitely two. Is. And I do like fun in my horror movies, but I like, I'm, I'm going to go with Halloween. I got to go with it. All right. I, I don't hate the answer. I don't hate the answer. And, uh, Great questions, guys. I mean, I mean, really, uh, uh, these are fantastic. Didn't expect such hard-hitting questions, such a difficult question to answer. But, but, uh, but again, thank you, and we love these questions. Keep them coming. This is awesome. Uh, I got one. Uh, this one is for the both of us. Um, okay. This one's from Ferdinand. Uh, Ferdinand, thanks for listening. Uh, this is for. Let's see. Please rate your top three movies of all time and why. Are any of them? These are all of them more and keep the content coming 
and he enjoys the banter. Well, that's good because about all we do is banter. <laughs> Top three. Top three. Uh, yeah, thanks, Ferdinand. Appreciate it. We Boom got plenty of banter head. for you. Top three of all time. And now, but here's the question is not top three horror movies, just top three movies. And are they horror? All right. I, I got them on my head already. Now, I, before we answer this, I hate favorite questions and I hate like top three, top five, whatever questions because it changes on my mood. It can change day to day. You know, it's like asking, what's your favorite song? Depends what hour it is. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. what's your favorite movie? I don't know. It could change tomorrow, but we'll do our best. Steven, you love this though. Cause you love top lists. I, I do. And exactly like you said, it could change. Yeah. Like, I mean, in five minutes, I'm probably gonna be screaming or something, but <laughs> you know, I do like top lists. I love, I love them. Okay. I love them. Well, first one, I can't go in order though. Like I can't, Top three. I, I'm not gonna choose which. The, you know what? Top. I'll, I'll go with three. My third favorite film. It's not a horror movie. <laughs> As I'm going with Hook. Ooh, so good. Okay, isn't that okay. weird? No, so good, so good. Hook because the idea. It's almost like a horror, I guess. The idea of growing up scares most people, especially me, probably you, probably you. <laughs> and I just want to have fun forever with my lost boys, you know? And I like it. I like it. I, I, I love Bob Hoskins playing me. Yeah. Best me in the world. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Dustin Hoffman is hook. John Williams Ooh. doing the score. Yeah. So magical. Yeah. And then you get Robin Williams playing Peter Pan. Like, after all the Neverland stories that you hear of, this is a role that's like almost—it's almost a scary role to take. You don't want to fuck up Peter Pan, right? Right. And Spielberg. Now it's sad that they hardly mention this movie in like Rob Williams' life documentary I know. after his what? death. Spielberg's documentary about his whole life—they don't talk about this movie. Yeah. Spielberg doesn't like this movie. And to me, I think it's personally better than like E.T. or Miss Doubtfire. This is Robin Williams' favorite role, in my opinion. My like a crowning achievement. Yes, yeah. Yes, it is so good. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why critics bombed it. Let's go to the second movie. <laughs> right. Can't talk enough about Hook, but we got to stop. The second movie is The Thing. Mm. Now, you have the best practical effects probably in any horror ever. Maybe in history. Maybe in history. Maybe in history. Though though won't there won't be another, like, that gore and practical effect is just mind-blowing. We'll never see a leak dark... like that for the time ever again, I don't think, you know? No, we won't. They tried doing it in star wars with some practical effects but look the story sucked (laughs) don't talk to me about star wars (laughs) there's a dark slow score that's very haunting russell plays a badass blood testing scene is my favorite scene in any movie it's it's my favorite scene of all movie history everything 
and something copying and taking people over is just it's terrifying you can't trust people like that's just a good story and now for my number one favorite movie jaws i knew it can't, oh, can't talk that. enough about it yeah i relate to every, every single one of those characters yeah. that's why i love it i'm chief brody I'm chasing something bigger that's scary to me. Yeah. I'm definitely afraid of. Quince, drinking a beer, I'm hard yes, ass. You are. <laughs> I'm going to take any subject down regardless of the situation. Yeah. And then I'm Hooper. I love the ocean. You know, I, I'm i afraid of sharks. Yeah. But there's nothing more interesting to me than sharks. And I should have been a marine biologist, but here I am on a podcast. <laughs> but... It's got a beautiful score, cast, another Spielberg. I just love Spielberg, I guess. Talented. I don't know. He's a talent. He's he's might might be the best. So, he's a talent, man. Jaws, the thing, and uh hook. I like those it. are my top. I three. like it, man. T- tough, tough to beat. Um I got a, I got a list. I couldn't narrow it down to three. So uh I'm calling an audible. Uh down to four. Now, if you were to ask a younger me. I would have carefully researched uh, a misunderstood yet well-acclaimed director. It would have been something abstract or black and white or something not well-known just to be a dick. You know what? I like what I like, and that's okay. Um, so I got a, I got a list of four. Uh, nope, I got a list of – I lied. I got a list of five. I got down to five. That's all I got. I can't, I can't get it. Five. I can't get it lower. <laughs> I can't get it lower. Um, <laughs> And this is a no. Before you do five, this is, hold on. You can get two more. Before Go ahead and do five. two more because I can't get it down. <laughs> and again, this will change tomorrow. So, but yeah, you go for it. Go ahead and add two more if you want. Um, <laughs> alien. Nice. Alien, not aliens. <laughs> I like alien more. And um, I find myself watching... Once upon a time in Hollywood, a lot. Ooh, okay. The the new Quentin yeah, I like a new movie is one of my favorites. Yeah, I liked it too. Um, that's about it. Cool. Go on. Okay. Okay. Um. Oh, Rio Bravo though. John Wayne. That's a good one. No, go on. John Wayne has some super entertaining movies. Um, he almost. I love Rio Bravo and the whole. I think it's a trilogy. I don't true, know. True Grit almost got on my list. It almost got on my list, but it just it just fell Ooh. a little bit short. I find that movie hilarious. Like the shit he says in that movie is is so not okay to say. Oh, it's and great. he doesn't even bat an eye. Okay, so we're gonna go with Tim Burton's Batman, Mike Keaton, Jack Nicholson. I mean, this movie blew my mind as a kid, and I will watch this anytime, any day, start to finish. I love this movie. Uh, Alfred's fantastic. Batman's fantastic. Whether it's Bruce or in the suit, Vicky Vale's. Uh, got some sass, you know what I mean? Uh, Jack Nicholson, holy crap, man! Like what, what a talent, and just the whole vision, and they just made him into this darker, brooder. Even though it's super comic booky, it just they took it to a serious level, and I just appreciated it so much. So, so Burton's Batman. I think. No, sorry go for it. To interrupt. <laughs> Because we, we don't we do never that. interrupt each other. We're polite boys. Shit. I think I'm on page with you because that Batman, I think the whole cast represents the best 
way they should have been casted in a live it's performance. A, of it's Batman. a perfect package, like as a whole, just like Hook, for example, as a whole, you can't beat that movie. You know, like if you look at yes. all the different aspects. Yeah, of Heath it, Ledger's ja- uh, Joker was great. phenomenal. And I don't think anybody's going to beat Mark Hamill, but he hasn't played a live version. Yeah, yeah. Hollywood, do it. <laughs> Before he goes, he's almost the last oh, Star Wars man. Guy. But for the best live performance, Joker, I'm going to agree. I, I like Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Heath Ledger, yeah, terrifying. But like, too dark. He wasn't too, he wasn't goofy. He wasn't with his goons with the boombox. Yeah, dancing <laughs> to Prince, man. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it's just a, it's a perfect package movie to me, and that's what most of these came down to is like the overall presentation, like the overall delivery. Um, uh, next on the list, which is a bit surprising, because uh, there's got to be a comedy on my list, and it's going to be Liar Liar. I oh. watched this movie. I used to think it's funny. Then I had a kid, and became a father. And holy shit, this <laughs> movie got so deep on so many levels. It got, it got. I'm Max's so... bad father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it, man. It's just, it's so good. It's so heartwarming. It's, it's so genuine. It's a good movie. And I know it's, it's, I know it's a total slapstick. I, I don't care. I love this movie. Uh, one of my top comedies. Too. Yeah. I, I think it would be that. Yeah. Or planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh, but so yeah. good! Oh, so good! Planes, trains, and automobiles. Ooh, Blazing Saddles. Ooh, that one too. So funny. Not relevant today. No, <laughs> does not work as well. <laughs> it does not work anymore. Uh, um, that's two. Um, you're gonna laugh at me. You're gonna predict this one. I predicted Jaws for you. It's gonna be the Matrix, and I don't care what any of y'all say. The first Matrix, just just the concept of the film about just questioning your reality that's it i'm not saying everything's fake i'm not saying this you know what i mean i'm not i'm not i'm not we're in a simulation yeah man. i'm not doing any of that crap man i you like can, the smell of weed yeah yeah you like weed and taco bell let's <laughs> save that for a different day but uh <laughs> but just question questioning your reality is is uh is a fantastic concept you know and i just love thinking you know what if what's you know what's what's real what's not it's just fun it's a lot of fun very good delivery from the Wachowski brothers. Um, another uh, another movie that just is a perfect package, and I really, really love the message of it, is Fight Club. Ah. And I know it's overplayed now. It wasn't very successful in theaters. Now it's super successful now that you know everyone's read the book and, and, and seen Brad Pitt shirtless. But before all that, I was really down for this movie. I, I love, um, I don't think there's a twist ending. I think the ending's very predictable and I think it's supposed to be predictable because they literally reveal the twist way before the ending, you know? And I, I love it. I think it's a great journey. It's a great kind of not social. It, yeah. It's a social experiment is what the movie is. And I think it's absolutely fantastic. Just, just figure out what really matters, what makes you happy. What makes you? What gives your life importance? That's the question of the movie, and I really like that. Uh, That's a good ass. And then another, I got one more to top off the five. I got Alfie, which is a remake of a Michael Caine movie with Jude Law. Um, oh yeah, I love this. 
That's the one I. I love. Real, oh, honestly, yeah, I love this movie. So you have a two-dimensional flat character who's just pretty much a playboy, right? He's just a man whore, just a slut, you know. And by the end of the movie, this this piece of shit scumbag gets his heart broken and becomes a three-dimensional whole round character with thoughts, feelings, and motive. And you don't get that character until the very end of the film. So one, it's a great play of a character in a script, you know, um, but also it's a great journey from a boy to a man. So I don't know. I like it. That's my, sorry. I couldn't get down to a uh, three there, uh, Ferdinand, but uh, we got, uh, we got you five. That's, that's the best we could do. That's pretty good. I liked it. I like those answers. Matrix threw me off, but yeah, <laughs> I love it. First matrix is actually fantastic. It, it's pretty good. I can't deny that. All right. You ready for this question? Let's go. Let's go. This monster. Oh, no. Uh, this one is from our old pal, Ryan. This is for both of us. Okay. <laughs> Since I know you guys love. Okay. This is what he says. <laughs> Since I know you guys love sauce. So God much, damn it. If you had the opportunity to create a trap. For one of the Saw movies, what would it be? First of all, I'm so pissed. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan, thank you so much for listening, but God damn it, why? If you could kill someone, Uh, how would you do it? (laughs) Oh, God. We're going to get a knock on the door. (laughs) Uh, So we're here threatening I love this question, Um, by the way. This is just going to show us how fucked up our minds yeah well well speaking of saw i mean come on if you haven't already folks limited time run kingsofkill.com get your fuck saw t-shirt available right now the shipping is still free by the way (laughs) all right um god all right uh thanks for listening ryan you want me to go first i uh (laughs) so this is this is what's the question to pick to pick a trap no if you had to create a trap. Oh, holy shit. You want me to go first? Yeah, go for it, man. What you got? Oh, boy. Come to my mind. <laughs> so scared right now. <laughs> Here's my answer. Three people, one situation. Strap two people six feet apart on a table. You know, social distancing, you know. <laughs> Down. Safety first. They're strapped on like a cross. Like, no, you know what? Let's bring the, let's strap him in a cross, you know, like, like Jesus. They're on a cross suspended in air. You picturing that? Yeah, I'm, 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 two people, I'm with you, Hellraiser. Yeah, what's up? What right. do you got? <laughs> two, two people hung on a cross in the air. There's a paper thin blade rotating like a lawnmower that grows closer to them as slow as possible. That if it cuts this person, it's like razor thin cuts. Like paper thin, like I okay. said. So the third person is a Christian woman. <laughs> she isn't on one of those tables, but is near two buttons. She has an acid slowly dissolving her insides and will die <laughs> in like, let's go with like two minutes or something. The cure is in one of those two guys laying on the table. Inside them. The button des- Yeah, inside them. The button decides who lives. And uh, she just got to push one of the buttons and see who lives. Once she pushes the button, 
the paper thin knife lawnmower kind of thing speeds up and just completely destroys mows him cuts the grass it just destroys the man and cuts the, the grass it, it trims your lawn too <laughs> <laughs> the cure falls it's in a metal box and you know it falls down and she can be cured so she must choose between this drugged up man who she's been sleeping with on the side leading to a world of drugs and darkness if she makes this guy live she'll probably overdose and die if she stays with him but she loves this guy or she saves the man who she's married to and miserable and shares four wonderful children with and the super Christian family. And he's also a pastor at the local church. Why are we getting so she has the backstory? <laughs> <laughs> she's put in the situation yeah. because she's constantly pushing the word of God on uh-huh. Facebook and judging non-believers. Yeah. <laughs> This trap is to show her that there is no God and she will be the one who chooses who lives or dies. <laughs> Steven, I don't know why we don't have any sponsors. <laughs> she has to Holy choose between shit. a druggy man that she's in love yeah. with that she'll probably die yeah. overdosing with or the pastor. <sighs> man, I'm glad I got that out. That was therapy. Boy, that was a hell of a, track. a fun question. Probably an opener to fun the fun question, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we just lost like half of our listeners right there. <laughs> just mean like, okay, well, this is some entertainment right track. here. Trust me. Oh damn, shit, man! You thought about that quite a bit. Um. <laughs> All right. I got ideas. That is fantastic. Um <laughs> hey, hey, look at that. It's time for a break. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh man. Ryan, thank you so much for the question. We will be right back. Are you rocking the crown? Are you wearing the merch? Are you supporting the Kings of Kill podcast? Folks, head on over to our official website, kingsofkill.com. There you'll find our online store full of -of one-of-a-kind, unique merchandise you can only find exclusively at kingsofkill.com. And while you're there, hit the social media links so you can follow us on Instagram so you never miss when we release new content. And follow us on Twitter so you can take our weekly polls and surveys and discuss episodes. And write to us at our Gmail so you can request episodes just like this one. That's kingsofkill.com. All right, we're back. It's question and answer. Question the Kings. You've got questions. We've got answers. Steven's got some dark-ass answers. Uh and we've got a few more questions left. Uh, again, thank you so much for listening. This whole episode, just a big thank you to you guys for listening. We appreciate you. Um, so up next, uh, a fan that's been with us since the beginning, a big supporter of the show, uh, Katie. She had a few different questions to ask, and we absolutely love you. Thank you so much. Uh, we're going to take all of her questions since uh, she's been with us from the very start. 
again, thanks to everyone for your questions. You've all been fantastic. Uh, let's get to some of these. If um, wait, if we didn't get to your questions, we'll get them to you next time. Yes, yes. The, uh, thank you so much for for asking. Uh, regards to the format, thank you so much. We appreciate you. The show is for you. And if, if we missed anything, so sorry. Uh, we got to as many as we could. Um, keep them coming up. There's there's no stopping. You can ask Save questions them for the next one. Well, we will do another Q and A, no problem. So let's uh let's get to Katie's. Uh, what's the scariest, most paranormal thing that's ever happened to you? Well, I have sleep paralysis, so uh, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. don't know what to say other than the demon that's sitting on my desk around yeah. two or three in the morning, <laughs> Jesus. or yeah, the time. I woke up at no, yeah, it was definitely the time I woke up at my buddy's house and uh, I found our friend. It was like a little sleepover. We watched uh, John Carpenter's uh, Vampires. <laughs> and, that movie's so fun. Yeah. Dude, so fun. And I remember waking up, walking to his kitchen because I was hungry. I was a little boy. I was hungry, needing my little snack. And I find one of our friends sitting on the table. And his hands were like shaking, and then he's looking straight at the cupboard. And I look in the cupboard, and it's like the silverware just shaking, and its sound was scary as fuck. And I went in and woke up the friend of the house, and he was like, "No, yeah, that's that's kind of normal. This place is kind of haunted." Now we're kids, so kids always say weird things like, "Yeah, my house is haunted." What? I'm I'm a big I'm a big bully that wears big dog shirts. You know what I mean? Like everyone says their house is haunted, but this yeah. house was haunted. Yeah. I'll never yeah. forget that moment of the silverware shaking in my right in front of my face and our buddy just staring straight forward. And I don't know, it was really, really creepy. And I was probably like, say like 13, 12 or 13. And I'll never forget that. Yeah, man. Very scam. Yeah, that that's intense. Um, mine to me was intense, but telling it today doesn't sound very intense. It's just straight up embarrassing. So I was a little boy, right? I was a little young and just learned to piss standing up. Very proud of myself, right? It's a big moment, a young man's journey. Uh, without you know making a total mess of the bathroom, right? Nice. Um, my uh, I was about time for bed. I had to go, and I'm doing my little tinkle. And uh, my uh, my father had just polished his uh, his boots. Um, and uh, my father was uh, in law enforcement, very decorated career. Appreciate uh, everything you've done for us. And he uh, he had to shine up his boots, shine up his brass before every single shift, and. Uh, so his his boots were were shine, looking good, looking pristine. For some reason, they're in the bathroom. Usually, he keeps them next to the bed or next to the chair. They're in the bathroom this time, I'm not sure why, but they were. And I was like, I was worried about. Oh, I shouldn't when I wash my hands be hella careful because you know he'll have my ass if I ruin his boots, right? So uh, I was just doing business, you know. So I'm I'm holding myself, I'm standing there, just chilling, working my aim, acting like I'm playing some weird battleship game. I don't know. And I just, the hairs on the back of my neck 
stand on end. I just feel the wind chill change, the temperature of the room change. I feel like something is behind me. Something bad is behind me. Turn around, and I just see shine in black. And I look up, and I see a knight. Full decked out in armor, can't see his face, visors closed down, dressed in the darkest pewter midnight black armor I've ever seen in my life. And above his head, he is holding, I don't know if it's an axe or a sword. I don't even remember the weapon because he was just larger than the room. And he took a step forward and went to lower his weapon. I swear to God, this I felt this happen. I seen this shit happen. I was Sounds like Are You Afraid of the Dark episode. Dude, I'm telling you, I've experienced this. So what do I do? Literally, I'm a young child. I can't stop pissing. So I let go of my dick and run out of the room. <laughs> and piss goes everywhere. Oh, did it go on the boots? It went all over the boots. It went all over hell. Uh, anyways, my old man is livid. Mom doesn't know why everything's wet. <laughs> I'm scared shitless. <laughs> Um, my dick's just hanging out. <laughs> I'm just running around the house. It was absolutely terrifying. Um, but I, I, and this happened. I'm not exaggerating. I'm not, I'm not, uh, yeah, that, I experienced this as a child, man. That's probably the, the weirdest, most paranormal thing that's ever happened to me. And like, I'm telling you, I saw a damn night in my bathroom. That's pretty weird. Yes, it's a little weird. <laughs> uh, I like you're like I suffer from sleep paralysis. It's terrible. It's a real disease. And you're like, yeah. When I was a kid, I peed on my dad's boots. That was pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! All right, swing uh, us Katie, another question. Katie's got more. Yeah, um, uh, love the questions, Katie. Thank you. Uh, what was your favorite scary movie as a kid, and why? Oh, um, I've got three answers. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say Nightmare on Elm Street was a big one. Oh, yeah. Jaws. Yeah. Um, I would say, oh, Tremors. Loved it. Ooh, Tremors still today. Fun. Still today. I watch it a lot, actually. Okay. Tremors. It's fun. Everybody was playing fucking Kevin Don't Bacon. Touch the Lava. No, I was playing Bacon. Tremors on this. I like it. I like it. Um, for me, when I was really little, uh, I caught, uh, I caught poltergeist. I was supposed to be in bed and I was sneaking out. My mom's watching poltergeist and I was, I was watching it. Scared the shit out of me. Saw that clown scene oh. <laughs> with the doll. Oh yeah. I was like a little kid. That was a, that was a scary one. I also remember like the tree, like just whipping in. Oh man. That scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. I was little too. Um, also, the made-for-TV movie It, man, when I was little, that thing scared the shit out of me, man. It really did. I didn't comprehend too much on It when I was watching it. I was like, this is just like a family movie that this clown's trying to like get everybody back together. <laughs> well, again, like I wasn't allowed to and watch, then you the, watch movie. the end, and you're like, oh, shit. Well, that's the thing. Like, I wasn't allowed to watch the movie, so I only saw bits and pieces. And I swear, I just saw, I saw Pennywise in those teeth just going to chomp and stuff like that. Oh man, it's just, it's just, 
it's funny those images just haunt me because I didn't understand them, which made them way scarier. Yeah. And then when I got older, like maybe not a kid, but uh, when I was like a teen, X Files was fantastic. It was the perfect blend of horror mm-hmm. and sci-fi and mystery. It just every episode was fun. It was uh, um, absolutely love X Files, it, and it's and maybe that's probably the reason that got me into like Twilight Zone, probably because of X Files. I'm like I'm willing to devote. I don't watch a lot of series. I just don't want to spend that much time devoted to it. I don't have that much time to devote to it. But X Files taught me like things like Twilight Zone are just worth it. They're worth they're worth your investment, and they won't disappoint. Yeah, yep. Because there were different every episode. That's what I liked about yep. them. Yep. Another thing I um, loved was uh, as a kid, I loved watching the shitty horrors. Like, um, not can't say shitty, but uh, Child's Play. <laughs> yeah, you can Chucky like. <laughs> Yeah, Leprechaun. Oh, they're great. Those they're great. Little weird ones that like people are like, man, those are stupid. But oh man, all the sequels are directed video. <laughs> yeah, and they were so fun back then. Now you revisit them, you're like, why is Jennifer Aniston in this? <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Let's see. Oh, here's an interesting one. Um. Do you have any plans on producing horror content? Are you screenplays, books, or projects? Uh, yes, this podcast. Yeah, this podcast is one of them. Uh, no, so uh, uh, we we came up with the Kings of Kill podcast uh, because all we do is talk about horror. We absolutely love horror, and we've talked about doing something along the lines of horror for a long time. Folks, we absolutely adore this genre it's it's the best genre and uh um, we all have our reasons we can go on and on and on for hours about it but this really is a lot to us it's a big part of our lives and there's no medium that's off limits um if it's scary it's it's awesome um but do we have plans for producing horror content never say never you know we spend a lot of time late night throwing some beers back or Midnight at, at, at some diner in the middle of nowhere, just contemplating what's up. We do have some projects. We do have some things that we're working on. Um, it's true. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we should. We're not really at liberty to say yet. But, uh, but yeah, the Kings of Kill podcast is more than just a show. It's, uh, it's, it's an idea. It's, it's a brand. And we've got plans for some things. So uh, stick around and you won't be disappointed. We've got some ideas to come. Was that was that fair enough, Stephen? I would say, good? yeah. You you guys will be more disappointed if we we say it and then we don't yeah. deliver. Oh, so we'll deliver. We'll, we'll so say, let's just keep a button on it. We'll say <laughs> we're 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 working on some things and yeah, yeah. Just just stay with us, please. <laughs> stay, yes, stay tuned, stay engaged. We love you all. Stick with us. Uh, well, we call you killer fans for a reason. You guys are absolutely amazing. Uh, we appreciate you. We need you. Stick with us, and, and big things will come. I guarantee you. Um, all right. Uh, ooh, do you ever plan on doing a live stream uh, via Twitch or YouTube? Maybe a game rundown or Halloween special of some sort? And the easy answer is yes to all the above. Oh, yeah. But we don't want to say it out loud. It's a different question, sir. That's true. That's true. Yes, um, we do plan on it. Yeah. So it's yeah. That's the plan. Is do we ever think about doing live streams? Everything about doing YouTube? Everything about doing Twitch? Everything about doing game rundowns? Have you 
heard our last episode, Katie, if you're listening. <laughs> it was a video game. Uh, yeah, our last episode was our first ever video game review, actually. And, uh, and yeah, we do or Halloween specials and all that stuff. Yeah, we got a lot of ideas for sure. And uh, all, all we can say is just like before, hey, stick with us. You know, we've got a lot of ideas planned. Um, we want to hear from you. So if you would like to see if you have ideas for for any of those medias, if you want to see a game being played, if you want to see us, um, if you want to actually see us or something, if you have any ideas, write to us. Come over. Go to what? Yeah, come over. Talk to it. Or let's say make it a little easier. Go to kingsofkill.com. Hit that contact link. It's a direct link to our Gmail. Write to us what you want to see because we've got our ideas. We've got our plans. Uh, but the show's for you. So feel free to write to us. We're really excited about what the future holds. Um, we can't quite talk about it yet, but but we're not going to stop until we improve our content. We got some surprises for you, so we're we're excited about the future. Yeah, I got more saw traps in the barrel. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> um. And okay, here's here's one for me. God damn it! It says not a question. <laughs> But give us a rundown of the super haunted ranch. Why are all the closets scary? And why are their faces in the walls? Well, she's talking about uh, my house. Um, Stephen, you mentioned. Uh, now, people, listen here. Yeah. Zach yeah. lives out in the middle of nowhere. And yeah. it is a perfect spot to shoot a little short or a just a little horror film or something. It is terrifying out there. And I love it. <laughs> The first time I went out there, I went outside to go smoke. No one came out and I was standing there and it was really, you know what? I take back my, my answer for the scariest thing that's ever happened to me. This (laughs) is just the creepiest feel. I had so many feelings that like someone was watching me in the silo, the barn, some anything. It was just so creepy. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. It's uh. It's definitely a home for horror, let me tell you. Uh, yeah, so it's a. Uh, I live. Um, I live on a ranch, um, and it is. Uh, I I I love it out here. I'm I'm very grateful that uh, I have so much property, um, but there's there's a couple of drawbacks. Now I'm not saying I believe in hauntings, but I'm definitely saying I want to believe. <laughs> So there's some weird things, some some weird physical things about living out here, is that we had to uh, adjust the uh, the vents because mice. This place used to be infested with mice, um, and so we had to put the vents uh, in the ceiling instead of on the ground where they used to be. You know, it's 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 a country home, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, because of that, for whatever reason, whenever the wind blows, and the wind always blows, uh, it whistles loudly through all of the vents, hauntingly so. Um, the door, maybe by the wind, maybe by not at least once every night slams shut, even though it's already closed, it literally shutters shut my front door. Um, I've seen things out of the corner of my eye. I've heard laughter and faint whispers. Um, I see lights flicker, um, bulbs don't last sometimes an hour. Sometimes the second I put them in, they're blown. Um, oh. There's a face 
in one of my closet doors. Literally, there's a face uh, that changes moods. Sometimes it has a hat, sometimes it has horns. Uh, there is a mirror at the back of one of my closets that on the first glance almost never shows myself. It's always someone else for a second. Um, yeah, I remember you showing me some of those faces. And yeah, I was yeah. just like, this is like the mansion in the haunting. Yeah. <laughs> There's uh, uh, certain times uh, beyond just summer, the place will just get infested with wasps. And I mean, hundreds of thousands of wasps and I will spend months removing them. And then on a weird wintry day, even though it's cold and they shouldn't fly, there's thousands more again. Um, it's uh, the, the mirrors will play tricks on you. The play, I'm not saying I believe in hauntings. I'm saying what the fuck is happening. Here? Was, That's what I'm saying. All I know, oh, I all I know is that this, this obviously wasn't my house to begin with. And this obviously is not my house yet. You know what I'm saying? Whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm gotta saying. Get those, that's all I'm gotta saying. Gotta get those fucking ghost hunter guys over there, bro. <laughs> Zach Baggins and the, and the crew <laughs> to come through. <laughs> Start yelling, scratch my back. <laughs> oh, God. Um, all right, hey guys, thank you so much for your questions. We appreciate it. Like we said, if we didn't get to them, um, so sorry. Keep them coming though. There's no stopping. Uh, we love your requests. We love your questions. Now let's uh, let's ask each other a question. What do you say, Stephen? I have a question for you. All right, let's go, man. Let's go. I'm a, I've never asked you this before. I I have like a lot a list of questions for you, but I've. I'm Narrowed sure it down. Do, yeah. If you were to knock out every decade except for one and only keep those movies, like you only want the 80s movies, you only want the 90s, 70s, which decade of movies would you keep? And no other movies before or after that decade exist. Your your questions are always so ultimate. They're always such a penalty. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, it's a horror podcast. So I, <laughs> um, I'm I'm gonna regret this. I'm sure, and I'm just answering on the spot. But I'm gonna say '90s because that's where I spent the majority of my childhood. You know, so there's there's so much nostalgia there, even though. I mean, 80s are absolutely incredible in so many ways. I think if I were to put pen to paper, there'd be more movies and shows and stuff that I couldn't live without in the 90s. Respect. You know what I mean? Yeah. You want to so, have PMP? I know it's not a popular answer because you're going to think 90s are junk, but like, what, really think about it and really look up. Here's something that'll, that'll blow your minds. Hit, hit up IMDb or something and check out the actual years things were produced and you'd be surprised how many things came out of the 90s so i'll have to go with the 90s hey you get the big green i guess yeah it's <laughs> uh, a good answer yeah what about you what about you man um i would say uh, i want to say 90s but i'm not gonna do that i have i have to go 80s yeah. uh yeah 80s is is the next toss-up and just because it's just it's relevancy yeah, you know, like it's the music, the score. Everybody was like 
not rookies, but they were just in their prime, like Carpenter and everybody. It was just the prime genre, like era or whatever for movies to me. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Um, Horror, drama, anything, all of it. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I got a question for you, man. Oh God. I got a I got a brainstorm. We might have to work on this together. Uh, I want a battle royale, no holds barred cage match for the king of horror. And I don't mean most popular favorite. I mean, who actually would reign supreme if we had a celebrity death match of horror icons? Now, all right, have my answer. Let's just make a list. We got Michael Myers. Okay. We got Jason Voorhees. Okay. We got Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. We got Chucky. Okay. <laughs> Leprechaun. Pennywise. Leatherface. Pinhead. Alien. Predator. My God. The Thing. Terminator. Dracula. The Mummy. The Invisible Man. Frankenstein, Wolfman, Bigfoot, Ghostface. Who's taking it? Okay, so the Predator is going to take. Now, first off, would you like would you like to cross anybody off? I'm already fucking aiming and going off. Hold Hold on, on. like you want me to cross people off as if as if they don't count? Because when I first started this list, it had all the monsters involved too. Like I had, like I had like uh, uh, all sorts of extra stuff, like King Kong, Godzilla. Dragons, Slender Man, Siren Head, Ghosts, and all sorts of stuff. But I narrowed it down. So that's the list. Now we can shorten that if you want. We can take some stuff off if you think it doesn't, you know. I'm going to try to play this out as I remember the names. I don't remember them all already. So if I forget the names, they just died. So, hey, do you want to do, do you want to do like a, like mini matches to settle it out? Would that help or no? I don't know. But here's how it's going to go. <laughs> Let's go, man. Let's go. Let me ride this out. Okay. So Predator's going to already look at Invisible Man because he's just invisible, but he could see through his heat. See, his heat is going off. So Predator's going to knock him out. Okay. Alien's going to take out the Predator because that just happens in the movies and it's fucking cool. Predator's out. Okay. But he la- he lasts probably a little bit. Um, Frankenstein... We'll say he's out. He's too slow. Wolfman yeah. is going to sniff. <laughs> he's going to investigate because <laughs> he's a wolf. Yes, I'm with you. He's yes. going to investigate it's the just thing. It's funny, your logic. I'm with you. Okay, the thing. Okay, He's going to investigate the thing. Thing's going to take him over. So now there's, oh. there's two wolfmans. And now you have a thing wolfman. Oh, yes. shit. And then you That's got, a great movie. You got Jason... Uh, Michael Myers, Freddy, all they all they all just want to take the they're too greedy, so they're gonna fight each other. They're all just and they want the they want the crown. Yeah. And Pinhead from Hellraiser, he's gonna sit in this chair and just watch everything happen. He's not gonna fuck around. He's he's gonna he's gonna just see what happens. Leatherface is gonna run at uh we'll say uh one of the wolfmen's. 
Okay. Chops his leg because the Wolfman jumps in the air, chops his legs with the chainsaw. Wolfman's down. Real Wolfman or the thing Wolfman? Real. Okay. Leatherface is doing this, holding his chainsaw up and everything. Okay. Wolfman bites your his ankle. <laughs> and then Wolf, uh, Leatherface drops to his leg or whatever. And here comes, okay. uh, we'll say, fucking Jason throws his machete and it somewhat freddy dodges it and it just strikes leatherface right in the face okay so he's out okay frankenstein's out um other wolfman jumps on freddy's back the thing which is the thing yeah okay so there's two freddies jesus christ okay chains come out of nowhere because they're getting closer to pinhead he's getting kind of worried he's like okay narrowing down i gotta probably do something all right leprechaun and chucky are doing their fucking thing they're just making fun of each other uh (laughs) yeah (laughs) and leprechaun is doing his magic on michael myers who's chained up he breaks through the chains grabs pinhead throws him across the room no he doesn't throw him he doesn't have that strength he uh just grabs his collar and throws him out of the throne. Whatever. Lands near uh, Freddy, the thing. Now there's a thing. Freddy and Pinhead with Pinhead and Freddy still alive. Pretty much, this is how it's going to go down. The thing is going to fucking win. <laughs> I'm drawing a spider web so far. Everything connects to the thing. <laughs> yes. The thing is just going to keep okay. going. Every, Keep, okay, and then now, like fast forward like ten minutes, there's like ten Michael Myers. There's more killers than there were in the room to begin yeah. with, and Pinhead, the original Pinhead, is just whipping chains everywhere, all yeah. over the place, and so it's just a bloodbath, and he's last alive. Okay, Pinhead wins. Pinhead wins. Pinhead wins. Because the thing is but, too much of a problem for anyone to capitalize on. Yes, but it's the thing, it's, Pinhead. He looks at you. The, just he looks at the camera, you, and it's the it's the thing, God Pinhead. Damn you! Did you just John Carpenter your own logic right there? <laughs> and then, then there's a son sequel. of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was uh. God, that was fantastic. Hey, that I, I don't think we can top that. Uh, <laughs> Steven, holy shit. Um, I mean, this is why we uh, we host a horror show. Uh, um, before we go, uh, again, you guys, thank you so much. You're incredible. Uh, we call you killer fans for a reason. Um, you guys are just, just the best. Uh, thank you so much for your questions, uh, and thank you so much for your time and your support. We did this for you. We wanted to, to show our appreciation, so thanks. I really mean that. Thank you. Um, before we go, uh, Stephen, every week we do a Twitter, uh, Twitter poll, correct? Yeah, we we got a poll. It's what was last? Poll. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what was last? What was last week? Uh, what's your uh, poll? favorite location in a Resident Evil game? Nice, nice. Last week we did our first video game review. Um, check it out, Kingskill.com. It's still streaming right now for absolutely free. Um, what uh? What were the, the options? options? Were uh, the mansion Spencer's mansion from the first game, 
the police station from okay. the second, the okay. Spain or the island from the fourth game, and okay. Baker's house from the seventh game. Now I pick those because those were the you. best ones. I'm not picking three or four or five. I mean, three, five, and six because those games, I mean, come on. But um, <laughs> I'm sorry, those yeah. were your choices. Those are were, those were the most iconic, <laughs> iconic, relatable choices yes. for those right there. So who, who the won? The winner was Resident Evil 2, the police station. People liked running and serving. Nice. <laughs> I, uh, you know what? I, I actually chose that one too. Um, and I did the mansion. Yeah. Mansion's my favorite. You did the mansion. I understand that. I totally get that. You know what made me fall in love with, uh, I was going to pick the mansion until I remembered how much fun I had playing the number two remake. Yeah. Until you, and that made me walk away from Mr. X. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. That, that, yeah, that was pretty (laughs) annoying. Uh, but, (laughs) Yeah, so I'm okay with that. I understand how the mansion was almost my choice, but I think I think just just the nostalgia yeah. fun of the number two and, remake and kind of Baker's did House it, so. was the most terrifying. I'll give it that, and probably my favorite Resident yes. Evil game. I think I did say it was my favorite. I'll stick with it. It, it was but, so good. It was so good. You got to yeah, give it a shot. But I um, I thought the mansion was my favorite. Just more puzzles. Nice. You don't know what nice. room you're going into. There might be a tarantula or whatever bosses you fight in that game. It's crazy shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of crazy shit, uh, what are we covering next week, man? Uh, what are we covering next week? Is it as above, so below? <laughs> Weird. Yes. Another request from you. Thank you so much. Keep them coming. As above, so below Ooh, next week. That's going to be uh, fun. We're, we're going into it. Yes, it will be. Um, but yeah. Hey, folks. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. The show is for you. We hope you're entertained. Hope you liked it. Um, don't forget, make sure you stop by kingsofkill.com. There you'll find links to all of our social media, like our Instagram, where we post every time we release new content, just like today. Our Twitter, where we take polls, yeah. like we just covered. And keep asking questions. Our Gmail. Screw it. Yes. Keep keep writing our keep writing to our Gmail. You can ask us questions and you can request episodes just like this one in just like next week. Um, um, make sure to stop by our official website, kingsofkill.com. Pick out some of our merch. Check it out. Uh, it's all custom stuff made from our heart to yours. Uh, guys, thank you so much. We appreciate you. I'm, I'm Steven, Zach. and I like the smell of hazelnut. God damn you. And this is the Kings of Kill podcast.
After a show, we drink a quart of Jack Daniels and stick a bottle right up his ass. But hungover as hell, that Catholic boy always showed up to morning and man. We tell him, slow down, you'll end up like Belushi and Kenny. He said, those guys are my heroes, that's all fine and dandy. I ain't making that shit up, that's the truth about my boy, Chris Farley. kids laugh with your YouTube clips, or Tommy Boy. And when the Afrika was the 
Make it up north. 